Good morning, everyone. Today is Let's Talk Recruiting, and this is Let's Talk Sports with Tim McCain. And today we're going to be diving into some of the football top five players that are coming up in this year's top 100 of high school football players. The first player we have is DJ Ugalelli. He's from California, Bellflower, California. He is a six foot four. 235 undecided athlete Zachary Evans running back Houston Texas six foot 195 he's also undecided Justin Flowers a linebacker from Upland California West Side 6'3 225 Ellis Ricks from Santa Ana California he's six foot 380 pounds he is a Louisiana State verbal commit then we have Paris Johnson Jr. Cincinnati He's going, he, he's from St. Xavier High School. He's 6'7", 295 pounds. And his, he's verbally committed to Ohio State. And so, for this, for this segment, this segment's going to be interesting for me because what I'm planning to do, what the goal is, is to go around different states and watching high school talents and me becoming sort of like this day being like a talent evaluator of some of the high school products especially some of the high school athletes uh, of the day, of the current day. And I'm going to be going to places in Greensboro, Durham. Then I'm going to be going to different states uh, in, in Georgia and stuff like that, especially in the South, because you see a lot, of, a lot of talent is from the South. Now, I'm talking about basketball and football, even though the top five athletes that, you, that I just named most of them are on the West Coast. The West Coast coming up, you know what I'm saying? Don't sleep on the West Coast. Most people think the West Coast is kind of soft or whatever. But no, nah, they got ballers over there in the West Coast, just like they do in the East Coast. It's all, it's all love. So I want to say that, that this is my little recruiting uh, minute that I have in place. I'm going to expand on this more often when I begin to travel. But right now, I'm going to give you a list. I gave you the list of the top five high school athletes of football so the regular sports news that i'm going to be diving in today is i'm going to be diving in into the first things first the clay matthews clay matthews being signed with the rams eventually leaving the green bay packers a dynasty an era gone it's crazy to me it's crazy to me because i remember how dominant clay matthews was at that time when they won the super bowl now he hasn't been the same since but he's had moments where he was great where he did great things even last year when he had some of those sacks they looked spectacular but they got but because of these new rules where you can't even tackle the, the quarterback where you got to basically put a pillow up and you get some blanket you throw it on him and that's a sack you know that's the way that's the football we're in Clay Matthews is st- still trying to adjust to that but I would say that Clay Matthews I really hope it works out for him uh in the as a Ram because the Rams are coming all they have, but the thing with the Rams is they have to make sure that they have enough cap space to keep a lot of their guys. And I just wonder uh, who's going to stay and who's going to go. I wonder about the Rams. But I hope that they do well because they definitely had a good show and they definitely beat up on my Cowboys. And, and, they, and they used our game. The crazy thing is watching that game, they actually used the Cowboys method against them. They ran the football. They, they basically said, you have the seventh best defense. Let me check it. Let me check it. And they and they put C.J. Anderson, who basically was sitting at home eating potato chips, came on down, 
put that put that 250 260 pound uh, running back self on our linebackers and our linebackers are faster agile but they weren't ready for that smoke they were not ready for that smoke and you can totally and you could see it he was like a bowling ball and they were the pins it was just a terrible performance from the defense and so even though I'm a Cowboy fan, it's always fun to see the Rams play. I hope the Cowboys come and respond and, and, and get their revenge. But uh, Clay Matthews definitely is somebody who could help them if it's a right fit. I'm not sure if it's the best fit right now. But if there's a way where Clay Matthews could somehow elevate his game and prove the Rams right and the Packers wrong, it would be beautiful to see. Because, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the Green Bay Packers, I'm not a fan of them. They used to, they used to be a rival to the Cowboys. So, you know, I don't, we don't, nobody messes with the Green Bay Packers. They're the winning franchise of, of NFL sports, not the Patriots. All right? So that's, that's the first topic. The second topic that I want to talk about today is Vontez Burfick. Now, Vontez Burfick signed with the, uh, the Baltimore, with the, not with the Baltimore, with the Oakland Raiders. And that's an interesting one because... Uh, he hit Antonio Brown. He knocked out Antonio Brown twice. Dirty plays. Dirty plays. And uh, Antonio Brown himself said that he was a dirty player, that it was a dirty play. But for them to be on social media talking about how, I, oh, how I, I love him, he's my brother, all oh, the NFL tries to do this, do that. Man, y'all can stop faking that friendship stuff. Maybe y'all are friends. Maybe, maybe y'all are best friends. Y'all go on social media and laugh and joke. But there's a different feeling when somebody knock you out, Okay. Y'all ain't going to be best friends sipping coffee together. That's just not how it goes, all right? It's going to be a safe distance, okay, in practice. There's going to be some fights. But don't get it twisted. Vontez Burfick definitely gives an identity to their defense. He is a, he is a really good player. Uh, the only problem is, is that he's just too aggressive. He's, he he would have done well in the 70s and the 60s because... His style meshes theirs. He would have done well with the Dick Buckses. He would have won. He would have done well with the Mike Singletary's of the '80s, you know. But we live in an era now where quarterbacks are being protected, and so it's different now. It's different, and we see Clay Matthews he, not on the same level as Vontez Burfitt. Don't not, none like that. But the fact that they would put, they almost made, and not to avoid Vontez Burfitt, but to content to, to but to branch off to Clay Matthews and Vontez. They made Clay Matthews the face of this whole targeting thing for quarterbacks. They made him. They did it twice to him, and he became that guy with a news headline. And he was making relatively clean ca- tackles. I believe the tackles he made were clean tackles. But the NFL, they were really, they were really focused on making these new rule changes. Now, I will say this: but as much as people were saying about the offense being so much better than the defense. The defense responded late in the season, and it, and, it cont- and it showed in the playoffs. And I'll tell you why. The Patriots, who I'm not a Patriot apologist, I'm not a Patriot fan, but I respect greatness. And I'll tell you what. Bill Belichick had that defense ready. They were one of the worst defenses in the, in the league. But when it came time for the playoffs, they, sh- they shut it down. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he had 50 touchdowns, 50, 50 touchdowns. And he got five yards in the first half of the playoff game. Now that's that's the reason why they won that game. Tom Brady did his thing. He made he was clutch. Rob Gronkowski he made that clutch catch over Eric Berry, who's now a free agent. Uh, he was cut from Kansas City. 
it was great. It was great that Rob made that catch and he was doing his thing. But it was that defense making that noise in the first half that really changed it for the Patriots. And so defense still matters. It's just a matter of of what the refs will do because these rules definitely it's it, it can be kind of concerning because you got you got guys who are super aggressive and then you have all these health issues and we see all the, the CTE issues, but you still want to somehow have some of that respect or that history of the game and know that it is a violent sport and that you really are sacrificing. Your, and that's why athletes need to get paid. Athletes need to get paid. Running backs need to get paid because they're literally putting their life on the line for people's entertainment. That's the reason why they should get paid. Um, so those are my sports topics for Let's Talk Sports with Tim McCain. For recap, I, I gave up the top five high school athletes. Okay. And and, and those are always good because you get to see athletes who could potentially be superstars in the NFL, superstars in the NBA or superstars in baseball or whatever sport that you're interested in. I'm going to give you the major sports, baseball, football, basketball, women's sports. Women's sports recruiting is something that I definitely want to dive into because I believe that it is not represented right. It is not represented right. And I want to put in even women's high school uh, top recruiting and stuff like that to elevate that because uh, there are some women, there are some female ballers out here killing the game and they should be recognized as well. So this is Let's Talk Sports with Tim McCain. Y'all have a beautiful morning and a great Friday. Have a good one.